If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everyone and welcome back to Indo-American News Radio. We are continuing on with our interview segment, which is uh, two hour long. And we just had a lot of fun with the, with our, uh, the unplugged version where we did the quiz, the current affairs quiz, which this year, this time rather, was uh, focused in on India. What do you think, Pramod and Jyoti? Oh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So Jyoti sitting in for Sanjali, who's, not, who's a little bit under the weather, and we wish her the very best to get bet, better and, and come back here with a gregarious laugh. Yes. Yes. And I'm the sick. quiz was based on entirely uh, Indian um, uh, current affairs. So we had to choose uh, questions and <coughs> potential answers from uh, India. Right. And Pramod did a wonderful job putting that together. You know, we had... Uh, we had an opportunity to find out how ignorant we are about yeah. Indian affairs. And I was good at copying uh, questions from various different sources. <laughs> <laughs> right, but still, the, the idea was to... because We did that because... Uh, the people on our uh, WhatsApp group were so eager to talk about Indian uh, affairs. They, they're always discussing Indian stuff. They have opinions about this and that, especially right. when it comes to politics. So we decided to test their general knowledge right. on current affairs in India. And out of the 10 people that I contacted, Pramod, uh -huh. uh, the two that came here, Chetan and Hubert, were willing to come right away. Mm -hmm. But the others had certain things to do, so they couldn't make it. But sure, maybe next time. Maybe next time. I think it would be a lot of fun. And and uh, interestingly enough, there are about a hundred people on that WhatsApp group. Uh huh. It's called Indo. I, it's called I A N R uh, shows. Radio shows. Indo yeah. I A N Indo something. Amer like. Indo American news radio shows. Right. And so, if you want to be part of the chat group, which is a, a really very forward thinking, very progressive, very liberal. Uh, then you should be able to find a kindred audience to hear your opinions. But um, uh, so now we're going to go on with our regular show. Yes. And Jyoti is sit sitting here for Sanchali. At least for some time, yes. For, 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 for I mean, I'll be here for some time. For, for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to run somewhere, but anyway. Okay, okay. we'll see. Right, but she's going to do the lineup. You have the lineup? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have it now. I can take care of it. Okay. So we just finished, uh, I think I know this quiz, with Chetan Davey, Hubert Vaznaik, and Abhinav Banerjee. And it was all on Indian current affairs. And 
from 4 to 6 we'll have interviews and here's the guest lineup for uh, today Saturday September 23rd and this is a production of Indo-American News we're on 98.7 FM and you can also listen to the show on Masala Radio app by Monday hear the recorded show on podcast <coughs> uploaded on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Pocket Casts Radio Public and Breaker we have four years of podcasts and have had over 7,600 hits. And you can support the show to receive new podcasts and select follow on our Spotify and give us a five-star rating. That will help us get higher ad clicks. At 4.20 p.m., Houston is blessed with a tremendous performing arts scene that excites Desi audiences and mainstream alike, thanks in great part to the hard work of organizations such as the Indo-American Association, which has worked hard over the past 30 years to bring superb artists from the Indian subcontinent. On September 29th, the IAA will present the Anirudh Verma Collective of New Delhi with its 10-member classical and folk music at Zilka Hall in, at the Hobby Center. We are fortunate to have Anirudh Verma himself and vocalist Saptak Chatterjee calling in from Portland, Oregon, where they will be performing later today to talk about their musical compositions. At 4.40 p.m., we'll be discussing identity theft, which is one of the most common types of consumer fraud when someone steals an individual's personal information, such as their social security number or bank account information, and uses it for their own financial gain. Consumer fraud is commonly defined as deceptive business practices that cause consumers to suffer financial or other losses. The victims believe that they are participating in a legal and valid business transaction when they are actually being defrauded. We turn to the Harris County District Attorney's Office uh, with Assistant DA Sheila Hansel to explain how we can avoid becoming victims and how to protect ourselves. At 5.40 p.m., um, this is about um, someone who has the rugged good looks of a Desi James Bond and a suave model style that makes expensive suits, casual clothes, or professional roles look very appealing. Indo-American News has been fortunate to have his help for some of our projects years ago and featured his story in our issues. But Mahesh Sriram has always been focused on a modeling career and recently jumped onto the big screen on Hollywood movies, get the cameo roles in the Warner Brothers movie Barbie and Disney's Haunted Mansion. Hamesh, uh, Mahesh rather, sorry, uh, is in our studio to talk about his journey to stardom. To feature, to be featured on the show or to advertise please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. And also visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, which gets 70,000 hits to track all current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University.
Well, you know, I was just thinking about something here, Pramod. Yeah. Uh, uh, advertisers probably or listeners probably don't uh, aren't aware of this, but the the massive amount of hits that we get on our website, mm -hmm. plus the fact that we are available forever in and the library at Rice University and so on, yes, is worth a lot of uh, a lot of money to people. Yeah, it has value. Yeah. So. Uh, and oh, you you're ready to do your news lineup? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, well, hold, hold on yeah. one second. I I wanted I want to do this real quick. Okay. Uh, we uh, we told we have this, and Jyoti was going to do this earlier on, but we have the Anurut Verma Col Collective, mm -hmm. and they're going to be here shortly. They'll be calling in all the way from Portland, but the the actual uh, they're going to be performing on the 29th of September, here here in Zilka Hall. On Friday, Nick, or not this Friday, but coming Friday. The 29th of yeah. September. Yes, absolutely. At Zilka Hall at Hobby Center. And this is brought to you by IAA. And, and they're doing classical music and uh, folk songs. We're going to play a little cut of them when they call in. But really, you, you need to support the IAA because they're doing such a wonderful job. Fantastic job uh, in bringing all the uh, great artists. And you know, if you listen to classically yours with Jyoti, the program I play uh, where I mix uh, classical and uh, the light classical, I have played um, Anirudh uh, Collective uh, for ragas. They play fusion numbers and they make it so attractive and interesting to all the you know, regular listeners also. So right. I, I do think that uh, that that program will be excellent. Uh, uh, I think the Indo-American Association does a great job in bringing For the us past 30 years. Yeah, for several years and last, uh, you know, few years. Uh, this year's lineup was tremendous and... Uh, Upcoming. And last year they had Ricky Ricky Cage, right? They had Ricky Cage. I mean, they had so many. They they have just had every every single program. They 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 curate it very well. Their choices are excellent. Uh, so so do support them. Become members. Become patrons. Uh, I mean, I really recommend that highly. And, and the way to go and get the tickets are by going on to, let's see, iaahouston.org, or call eight three two. Three one five six five eight six, and promote. Yes. To your, as Sanchali would say, <laughs> super duper okay. news <laughs> news report. Well, here's the news, live from Indo American News Radio. This is Pramod Kulkarni, with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this morning is the possible shutdown of the federal government in eight days. Fueled by hard-right Republican demands for deep cuts, the shutdown will disrupt many services, squeeze workers, and royal politics. Some government entities will be exempt. For example, social security checks will still go out. Federal agencies will stop all actions deemed non-essential, and millions of federal employees, including members of the military, won't receive their paychecks. According to news reports, Former President Donald Trump is asking Republicans to shut down the government so he won't be prosecuted, but that scenario is unlikely. Another shutdown that would have a negative impact on the U.S. economy is the strike by United Auto Workers. The union is striking against all three Detroit automakers, Ford, GM, and Stellantis. The union is seeking a 40% pay increase over four years, while the auto companies are offering 
the union also wants to re-establish benefits lost in the previous negotiations. Meanwhile, the automakers are transitioning to electrical vehicles and must compete with manufacturers in China who pay their workers much less. President Biden is planning to visit Detroit to show his solidarity with the striking workers at one of their picket lines. Meanwhile, India and Canada are at loggerheads over the assassination of a Canadian citizen whom India accuses of being a terrorist seeking an independent nation of Khalistan. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau made the accusation of Indian government being involved in the shooting death of Hardeep Singh Nijjar in June. Trudeau says intelligence information has been shared with other Western nations, but not with India. The Indian government has blocked, has labeled rather, the accusation as being absurd and has in turn accused Canada of harboring separatist elements. Each country has expelled diplomats and India is no longer issues, issuing visas in Canada, citing the threats of violence against the Indian High Commission staff. In Ukraine, Ukraine appears to be making some headway against Russian forces. A Ukraine missile attack uh, struck the headquarters of Russia's Black Sea Fleet. According to Ukrainian military sources, some senior Russian military leaders have been killed or wounded. Two days earlier, Ukraine claimed that it had recaptured strategic oil and gas drilling platforms in the Black Sea that Russia was using as platforms for electronic warfare and to launch helicopters against Ukrainian targets. In presidential politics, a furious scramble is underway for second place among the Republican presidential candidates. The position once held by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now appears to be a free-for-all between Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. You may know that when singer Taylor Swift speaks, her fans listen. On Tuesday, uh, the singer posted a message on Instagram asking her 272 million followers to register for voting. Afterwards, the website vote.org recorded more than 35,000 registrations. Here in Harris County, Judge Lena Hidalgo will be pleased to learn that her Republican opponent, Alexandra Del Moral Miller, has dropped her lawsuit challenging the results of the election she lost in November by 18,000 votes. Hidalgo is currently on medical leave for clinical depression and is expected to be back on the job on October 2nd. In sports, India's cricket team won the Asia Cup against Sri Lanka last week with pace bowler Mohamed Siraj taking five wickets and knocking off Sri Lanka batting for just 50 runs. On Thursday, the Indians, led by Captain KL Rahul, knocked off the Australian ODI team in the first match in Mohali. The second match in the series will take place tonight at 3 a.m. Houston time. In Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros have been knocked off the first place in the American League West by the Texas Rangers. The race is tight with the Seattle Mariners also in the running. The Strohs will have to get their A game going if they want to get back into the World Series playoffs. That's all the news this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show.
Thank you, Pramod. And before we run into a, a commercial, I want to make one quick announcement, and this is for the, uh, a new restaurant in town that is opening up tomorrow. On Sunday, the 24th of September, it's Divan Restaurant on 10920-10920 West Belfort at the intersection of West Belfort and Wilcrest. So they are offering free chai and free kachoris to the first 25 guests that come in the door and between 1 and 4 tomorrow. And then, of course, they have other discounts and other specials going on with the rest of the menu, which is vegetarian and non-vegetarian. But they, they, it seems like it would be a really good deal. I should go there. Yes, certainly. And you have to be there early because it's only the first 24. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, look, come on, you know, uh, maybe they can give me a break. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I love kachoris, so maybe oh, okay. I should go. Yeah. Well, get some for us, too. Right, right. Between one, one and four, we could do that. <coughs> All right, so we're almost out of time for uh, before we go to a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by our first guest. And, and so don't go away, folks. This is Indo American News Radio. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. Uh, you are listening to Indo-American News Radio Show. And I am Jyoti. I'm filling in for Sanchali today. And you are listening to Pramod and Jawahar. And I am so excited uh, that I'm here for this uh, introduction and to be able to talk to uh, Anirudh Verma. Uh, they are uh, absolutely my favorite uh, group uh, that I have been uh, playing on my radio show, Classically Yours. And let me introduce them to you. Anirudh Verma Collective, Anirudh Verma, the curator and creative director of the Anirudh Verma Collective, is a brilliant 27-year-old contemporary pianist, composer, and producer. Anirudh's performance and production repertoire is unique in nature as it seamlessly combines elements of Indian classical, Western classical, and contemporary music. He released his debut piano EP, uh, Melancholy, Melancholic Raspadi, in February 2016 and went on to release his full-length debut album, Perspective, in 2018. I'm not going to go into every single uh, thing. Uh, the Jaipur, he has also been in uh, Jaipur Liter Literature Festival. We had one here recently. Mahindra Kabira Festival, John A. Rekta, among many others. Anirudh is currently an associate faculty with the Global Music Institute, Greater Noida, and World, One World College of Music, New Delhi, and has previously served as guest faculty with Delhi University. Uh, Anirudh, welcome. Uh, 
if he is on. Uh, I, can you hear us? I'm Anil? here, yes. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're here. Yeah, okay, wonderful. Can you hear? Introduction. Yeah, no, I am so excited. Uh, the other day I wanted to meet you, but I think we missed each other uh, at the Gandhi yes, Eternal yeah. Museum. But I do a show called Classically Yours with Jyoti, and I, uh, I do a little bit of classical and then sometimes related to the popular music. And I also oh, wow, do the fusion lovely. numbers, uh, and uh, I always go to you uh, to your uh, collective effort because I think I played rag Jajavanti, Bihag. Uh, that's that you have done. <laughs> so I'm so, so excited, so appreciate that you are on the radio, and I'm looking forward to your show on 29th of September. Yes, so are we. Um, we're very very excited about the uh, the show with. And Indo American Association. Right. Do you also have Saptak Chatterjee with you? Yeah, Saptak is here. Saptak is there also. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi, hello. how are you, uh, Saptak? Uh, Saptak is a third Very generation well. Indian classical vocalist, singer, songwriter, and music producer in the male vocalist with the collective. He has two albums, countless shows, and tours across India and the world to his credit. He's also performed at the largest music and cultural festivals in Asia. So uh, how, how, let me ask you something. You know, generally you get classical or you get uh, the pop music. How do you combine these two so well? And how do, where do you get that inspiration from? And the question is um, to both of you. <laughs> Anyone can <coughs> ask. Okay, so Anirudh, you can answer first, then I'll answer. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I think, you know, uh, our general goal was, has always been to make <clears throat> classical music more accessible and the fact that uh, as a group we come from uh, a very diverse range of uh, backgrounds uh, cultures genres sure so naturally we would find uh, a common point where uh, people come from a jazz background or a western classical or a right. rock and at the same time we have the other side the Indian classical section of the uh, group but our idea was that uh, you know, you don't have to be Indian classically trained to be able to play with Indian classical musicians, and uh, and th that's what our motive has been. That you know, we want to try and present classical music in a way that is um, sort of our sound, our perception, the way we hear it. Right. Um, and it's by no means the only way. It's we want to make it a starting point uh, for um, you know. Um, a starting point for listeners who are not that uh, sort of who aren't listening to classical music that often. Right, you so know. We want them to just expose to it. Wonderful, because I, I, yeah, I do. The one of the reasons I started my program or that one hour of classical music that I do uh, is also because I find that people who l listen to classical say, "Oh, we are, you know, we listen to classical. We really don't like pop music, or we don't like this genre or that genre." And then when you sit down and look at the pop music, there's so much of classical in that. So it's fascinating um, when you connect the two. And I think you, uh, you, I have heard your programs, you do so well. Thank you, thank you. Uh, guys, this is Jawahar. So uh, good talking to you. We, we're really excited about the fact that you're calling in and you've taken away from the time that you to prepare for the show in Portland. But if you don't mind, I have uh, your uh, YouTube video on uh, called Homecoming. I wanted to play this in the background. Would that be okay? Oh. 
You want to play it in the background? Right, just just okay. ju just yeah. so yeah. that the audience sure. has an idea of what we're talking about. So I'm going to play the it'll be it'll be soft in the background. I'll start I started out a little loud in the beginning. So you'll have to speak up loudly. No, 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 just oh. just oh. right now. Okay. So it gives people a little flavor of what we're talking about that you're going to be performing. Will you be performing this particular cut in Houston? Uh, we actually haven't done this song in this entire tour yet, but I think uh, since you played it now, we actually will do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It, it, it is very, very melodic. You know, it's the harmony. I love the harmony. Just listen on. Nice. It's beautiful. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm telling you, I play them quite often. It's one of my go-to places. Uh, Anirudh, you should do a lot more ragas. So I would love that. <laughs> we would love to. Yeah. So when I, I, I'm tempted now, I'm, ordinarily I don't go to these kind of uh, concerts because I'm so busy with other stuff. Right. But um, I will certainly make it a point to come. And as long as I can get an autograph from you guys. Of course. No, we'd <laughs> we, 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 we love to have you at the show. We'd love to have you at the show. Actually, we are, I am looking forward to actually being able to talk to you also that day. Uh, I certainly am looking forward to the show. But tell me, what are new things that you have done lately? Sabdal, you want to take that? Yes. So, uh, basically, if you if you notice how uh, the, uh, the music has moved from the first album to the second album, in the first album, we were picking up a lot of traditional compositions and giving it a contemporary spin. Then when we came to the second album, Homecoming, uh, we started exploring compositions which were not just traditional, but also compositions that we created ourselves. And moving forward, so just yesterday we were discussing and that, you know, once we go back to India from this tour, we'll start recording the third album. And uh, I think uh, once that album comes out, you'll hear that a lot of the compositions are apart from being very traditional in nature, but we are now sort of beginning to uh, experiment and explore even more. Because traditionally, the, when we when, when a musician works with traditional Hindustani classical compositions, there are a lot of rules that right. sort of guide the rendition of those compositions. So when we started out, I think we did our best to uh, keep in mind each and every one of those rules. But now as we're moving forward, now as we understand this, a uh, new way of presenting classical music even more i think we've realized that we can work with the rules uh, in a in an even more exploratory fashion we can uh, bend a lot more rules now despite not breaking them at all uh, respecting all the traditions but at the same time uh, bending them even more exploring them even more making them even more interesting to the listener uh, and just you know um, uh, stretching our capabilities even further so uh, a lot of the tracks that we have on the third album uh, you know the, the the arrangement is very fast very upbeat but the compositions are very slow so that contrast really brings out multiple flavors of songwriting then there are compositions which are not traditional compositions we have 
uh, we have written the compositions we have composed it we have arranged it ourselves but despite that there is a a, a very very obvious hindustani classical essence so as we moving forward i think we are also stretching the limits of our capabilities more we are exploring more we're experimenting more right so subtak uh, you know one one of the things that i uh, think audiences must appreciate i don't know if they how they appreciate it in india because it's a different uh, different cultural situation but but over here it's the vocals the vocals are so rich and so i mean how many vocalists are there in this particular cut for example so uh, in this particular tour or the collective no no in this particular tour sure. so right now uh, i am uh, the male vocalist on board and pavitra chari is the female vocalist on board i see uh, we have two vocalists as of now but back in india we have uh, many more vocalists everybody is excellent and uh, i think that is one of the main flavors of uh, the anuradhama collective the interaction that all the vocalists have with each other and uh, that is a very very interesting color that anurag verma collective brings to the table but on this particular tour uh, the two flavors that we have is uh, me myself on the male vocals and pavitra chari on the female vocals but it's a very interesting combination uh, you should definitely come on the 29th you have anirudh as the pianist but what other instruments do you have i want the audience to know i kind of know what what sure. all you have but um in this we show have, who will you what will you have yeah. For this tour, we have uh, drums. We have uh, drums. We have Suresh Gabriel. We have a sitar player, Somitra Thakur. We have mm-hmm. a sarod player, uh, Rohan Tasanna. Uh, on guitar, we have Shrikant Bhutsakarma. Uh, we have a bass player, Madhur Chaudhary. Okay. Uh, we have tabla, Saptak Sharma, and we have the two vocalists, Saptak Chatterjee and Kavitra Chari. Right. So you have what te- group of ten? About about ten people or ten artists? For this tour, we are not ten people. Okay. and uh, otherwise usually in india when it was touring we had where anywhere between 15 to 30 people ah, whoa right. wow nice I can yeah. so so tell your your uh, you're based out of delhi right is that correct we are yes yeah which part of delhi i'm a delhiite uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, some of us are, i think between delhi new delhi gurgaon and noida we're all split Oh, I see. Okay. Boy, Noida, Gurgaon and New Delhi, boy, it's like Trikona. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Um folks, we we're talking to We are talking to Anirudh uh, Anirudh Verma and his um, and, and Saptak Saptak Chatterjee. Saptak Chatterjee of uh, you know, Anirudh Verma Collective as they call themselves. And they are going to have a program on 29th of September at Zilka Hall. uh at 7:30 is it right and uh, indo um, yeah indo american association of houston is presenting it so please if you haven't bought tickets yet uh become patrons of indo american uh you can go to iaahouston.org is that right yeah that's and, and is there a phone number yeah 8323156586 is the number but do get the tickets and tell them that you heard about them from our show. Yeah, that is right in Dover. And maybe they might give you a free <laughs> a free chai, cup of chai or something, you know, I don't know what. <laughs> but we would, yes. But do listen to Absolutely. you know uh, I do I do play a lot of uh, Anirudh Verma collective in my right. uh, show also. So I really appreciate their uh, taking the thank time you. to call us and uh, I love the music. Oh, no, thank, so thank guys keep us. doing what you are doing. It's beautiful. So guys, you're going to be performing <laughs> in Portland, Oregon, right? 
Yes. Today itself. And 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 where where do you Which go other, after that? Yeah. Which other cities are you going to be playing at? So today we are uh, at Portland. Yeah. Uh, we are performing at the Alberta Abbey at eight uh, o'clock tonight. Okay. Uh, after today we move on to Houston. As you mentioned, 29 September we are all performing at uh, the IAA Zilka Hall. Oh, okay. So you're going to be in Houston for a few days. Sorry. You'll be in Houston for a few days. Yes, we will be. Yes. Hey, okay. makes an opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah. We can show you a little bit of the city. <laughs> we were in Houston for three, four days uh, last week as well, and we absolutely loved it. Oh. And uh, you know, Houston. We'll again. I have to tell you, Houston is a really nice, diverse city. It doesn't get its due credit, but we are not just diverse in our uh, uh, population, but we have so much of art. Uh, available like uh, different genres we have uh, several indian uh, music clubs here uh, which right. are popular and uh, there are lots of groups who which are also uh, de devoted to classical so i hope they're listening to this program and uh, do come in magar magar yusun ka mausam bilkul dilli jaisa hai bilkul 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 aur yahan ke machhar bhi bahut bade bade hote hain नहीं, performing and playing what are some uh, of the things we'll here? be presenting um, a, a mixed bag of our compositions some which are old uh, some which are new some okay. um, and it's it's a, it'll be a variety we also have a lot of colors various genres being blended together so this we also have a very interesting uh, blend of some punjabi bandishes which have been uh, sort of rendered in a pop uh, well like a pop उसको एक पॉप अवतार हमने दिया है उसको आई थिंक इट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग फंक आर एंड बी ब्लूज काइंड ऑफ थिंग विद द विद द पंजाबी बंदिश ओके सो इट्स आई थिंक यू वुड एक्सपेक्ट अ लॉट ऑफ कलर अ लॉट ऑफ वैरायटी एंड आई एंड वी विल होप यू यू ऑल एंजॉय इट आई मीन इट शुड इट शुड बी एन इंटरेस्टिंग इन अ लाइक अ वेरी फन फिल्ड कांसर्ट वंडरफुल uh so what else uh, like will you be playing any particular raga or any like yeah, rag bihag or rag jay jayanti type bandishes yes so uh, this this punjabi composition that anil just mentioned uh, -huh. uh we usually uh, start the set off with it because it's a very explosive and fun number and this is based on a rag called bheem palasi oh yeah nice yes and, uh, yeah and for all the listeners who are also who also dabble uh, with western classical music uh, -huh. uh the dorian scale is what translates to rag bheem palasi correct yes so we thought of it that we have another composition in rag bheem palasi arriva then yes. we use uh, ragas like tilak kamod yes uh, we yes. have jay javanti right yeah, i'm looking Mainik, forward Yes. We have Hansa Dhwani and Shankara. Oh. So it's uh, it's a, we have multiple colors and emotions and flavors in the set. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, you can if you're around if you're free come on the 29th you'll experience I, all I'm of definitely going to come. I can't more. miss this one. Right. I look forward to it. Yeah. So once again for <laughs> well, listeners who are there we are talking to Anirudh 
uh, Verma Collective, and the the show is going to be on Zilka uh, on the 29th yes. of September at 7:30 at Zilka Hall at the Hobby Center. So and call uh, Indo-American Association for tickets. Uh, IAAHouston.org, or you can call them uh, at 832-315-6586. Thank you, Anirudh and uh, uh, Saptak for coming on the show. We appreciate. Thank I know you that so you have a show and you have taken the time to talk to us. And we good, really good, appreciate good. And all the best to you. Good, and good luck on your show tonight. Yes. Yeah, tonight Thank too. You so yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank all right. you. Thank you. Take all care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Boy, that was nice. Oh, I love, I love them. I've heard their show a lot and uh, I mean not show but so here's music. here's here's the concluding portion of okay play it loudly maybe and then we'll go back go to the commercial break and stay tuned to listen to Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Looking for Hi, fresh, I, homemade spices? Chandrika Masala nice is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. Hira kya hai? Hira wo pyaar hai. Jo dikhte नहीं जो हर कसौटी पर खरा उतरता है हीरा वो है जो बनता है हर चेहरे की मुस्कुराहट जो रहे हमेशा आपके साथ आपका और महाराजा जूलर्स का सालों साल का रिश्ता एक हीरा है महाराजा जूलर्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7137845673 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're now going to be joined by our second guest for this afternoon, uh, who's actually, uh, this this guest has a unique quality. She used to be in radio before she became a, an attorney and went into the DA's office. So we're really delighted to have her with us. So, but she knows all the ropes. She knows how all the secrets we're keeping. Promote. Yeah. Well, does she get herself involved in radio crimes? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't run across any of those yet. <laughs> but we're we're really delighted to have her with us. Uh, this is uh, Sheila Hansel, and she's from the Harris County District Attorney's Office. When I when I called her up yesterday, I said, Hansel. 
I said, Gretel? And she said... <laughs> My whole life. <laughs> whole life. <laughs> Your brother was the, the butt of the joke, huh? Most often, he'd go, hey, Hansel. People would say, hey, Hansel, where's Gretel? And I thought they were hilarious, but it got old after a while. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I used to know uh, three women, and they were... Huey, Louie, and uh, Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were their parents thinking? Totally <laughs> unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This, remember the, the comment I made earlier on today about the friend that I had who was named Misty Rhodes? Right, Her last right. name was Rhodes. Yeah. Can you imagine? Misty Rhodes. And her sister was Stormy Rhodes. Oh, well, at South Texas College of Law, when I was there, they had a professor whose name was Rocky Rhodes. Oh, my gosh. That was his nickname. I forget what his real name, his first name was, but he went by Rocky, and his grandpa was like Dusty, and, and so they did the whole Rhodes thing. Oh, wow. so. <laughs> That's neat. Okay, well, Assistant District Attorney Sheila Hansel has been assigned to the Consumer Fraud Division for the last five years. Before that, she worked in the Post-Conviction uh, Ritz Division, and started with the office in 2013 assigned to the Trial Bureau. Tried cases from DWI to murder now specializes in financial crimes. Caseload consists of cases involving scams, securities, fraud, stolen identities, money laundering, forgering, and engaging in organized criminal activity. The core of all the cases is theft. She started at the office at 44 years of age, immediately after finishing law school. Prior to law school, she worked as a radio news reporter in Illinois, Missouri, and then here in Houston, where she covered the courts exclusively. She was then hired by South Texas College of Law to be their public relations manager. And when the stars aligned, she was able to attend school part-time and to work full-time. Sheila has two sons who were in middle and high school at the time and who, after watching her go through law school, would not attend law school even if she was free. (laughs) She's a native of Southern Illinois. She moved to Houston in 1992. When not working, she spends her weekends and vacation time on rivers and lakes, paddling canoes hundreds of miles a year with wonderful and crazy people from all over the state while trying to pretend alligators and snakes aren't really there. <laughs> Why do you... Uh, is that a form of recreation for you, just paddling the canoes? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a chance to get away. It's a chance to get out of the city. It's a chance to get away, remember nature. I, I grew up in a rare rural area, and so it's nice to go out where it's quiet, you can't hear the freeway, and you uh, scare yourself sometimes because things get a little rowdy out there and scary, but, but and the alleligators is, are indeed there. I will vouch for that. But is this, <laughs> this is really a canoe that you go in? It's Absolutely. not a little boat? No, no. I have uh, only human-powered vehicles. Uh, so I have a, a partner that I tandem with on a regular basis, and then I have a solo that I go out to uh, by myself and uh, go all over the place. Uh, the wow. We'd well, leave the Houston area, but there hasn't been a lot of water this year. You know, it's with the drought oh. and everything that opportunities to paddle have been a little lighter but right so but you have been tell us a little bit about your radio background oh well i uh was a good talker in high school and a professor or a teacher advised me that i you know might go into a profession that involves speaking and uh so we started uh talking about radio or or being spokesperson for people and uh, I got the opportunity and got admitted into a radio broadcasting program at Lewis and Clark Community College, which was a two-year program where they put you to work and had a, had a, had a radio station on campus. You're on the air by the end of your first semester. Yeah. And I, I thought I wanted to be a DJ, and I thought that would be so much fun. And then I realized I, I'm not, I don't think I'm quick-witted enough to be a DJ. I always think of the fun thing to say after the moment <laughs> passed. 
and then they directed me into the news and I got into and I really started to like the news and mm -hmm. covering the news and, and being able to prepare the news and be prepared to deliver the news as opposed to the extraneous extra or the you know the impulsive having way of you have to speak when you're a DJ and you're dealing with a caller who might throw you for a loop and that kind of stuff and so yeah, I really like the news better. You talk very clearly and very Concisely, I mean, that came naturally to that you? That came very naturally for me. Um, you I, were not an auctioneer before? No, no, and actually talking too fast was always my biggest problem in radio. <laughs> I got a lot of slowdowns, uh, motions from people, and so I always have to take, and I get the same thing from court reporters now that I'm in the courtroom, uh -huh. especially during the board dire or the arguments where you're not asking questions, you're talking <coughs> and, you know, and delivering basically your arguments to the jury. I get a lot of counsel. From the court reporters, you know, they give you the little stink eye and you need to slow down because uh -huh. she's, yeah, she's so talking fast has never been a problem. And yes, yeah, so you were with KTRH radio. I was the last radio job I had was the last five years I was here in Houston and I was covering the courthouses exclusively. Like my office was in the criminal courthouse, there was yeah. a press room there that I shared with the Chronicle and the Post. If that gives in your listeners an idea of how long ago it was, <laughs> <laughs> we had two daily newspapers then. Um, yep. and yeah, mm -hmm. so we shared the press room there and I broadcast live from there and uh, covered yeah. some really big cool. trials. And Great, well, That's it's nice, neat. Yeah. nice to have somebody from the print media. Well, from the media with us right, today. Right. <laughs> and so, Sheila, you're the assistant district attorney and uh, you handle consumer fraud, <coughs> which seems like a growth industry these days. I wish I, I wish I could say that wasn't true, but it is. And I, I feel bad that it's it has become something that someone in every part of their life, every part of their life and every phase of their life has to safeguard themselves against um, being swindled, being scammed, having your identity stolen used, uh, your debit card stolen, used, your card numbers, your credit card numbers. It's it's something you have to stay on guard every day for um, and watch out and be diligent. Like I look at my bank account balances every day. I log in and make sure that everything that was spent out of there is something I knew got spent. And, and it's sort of like has to become a routine where we're all on guard constantly watching for red flags to pop up in our bank accounts or credit card accounts. And you also unfortunately have to be constantly on guard from your interactions with regular human beings because uh, consumer fraud is is focused on the kinds of crimes where a person and a person talk to each other and there's a scam that occurs. Um, there's a bigger financial crimes division. They handle like large money laundering and extensive criminal activity. Now I have cases with 30 and 40 victims, but mostly the time when I get those kinds of cases, it's because a scammer was working one person after the <coughs> other person after, you know, and they have a con that they were going on. So there's no real easy way to to figure out whether you're being scammed. Oh, well, fortunately, a lot of times it's not till after the money's already gone. Um, but, you know, but, you know, if, you, if, it's, if it smells fishy, you should stay away from always, it. Always, always, always. Follow your instincts, follow your gut, um, ask around. And I, one of my little mantras I always say is Google is your friend. Search, <laughs> search for the person. Like, really, truly. Like, if someone is trying to meet, has met you, has become friendly with you, I'd like to say this isn't true, but many of I have had many cases where this is someone who's working literally members of a congregation of a church they have joined. Oh, okay. They've got a company out west in the oil fields, and if you want to invest, da, da, so they're da. con jobs. They're yes, and so cons, and so it, the thing with the way that a lot of people only in hindsight could have avoided being scammed is if they Googled <coughs> what his company name is, and they Google his name, and they go and they won't find him. If you can't find the company, the person is trying to get you to invest in online. It's probably not a company. You know, I wanted, uh, that reminds me of an instance where this one lady, I met her at a temple. She was sitting outside. She was very despondent. She found out I was a reporter. 
with the paper and she said, you got to help me because I just got swindled out of $10,000. Oh. Wow. And what she did was, she was a middle-aged lady and she had been called by someone overseas mm -hmm. pretending they, they were from the IRS. Oh. You know that scam? Yep. And Very they said, they, they said you got to go to Walmart and get a gift card and put in $500 and buy 10 gift cards or whatever. Okay, people, no legitimate <clears throat> company or project or governmental entity will ask you to pay them in gift cards. That is never going to happen. Yeah. And it's so often that we hear it. And I just but that's a, that's a very obvious scam, but yet a lot of older people fall that's for it. Absolutely. And they target older people. Older people are targeted because they're less tech savvy, mm -hmm. um, because they they will react emotionally. Like the phone calls, I recently accepted charges on a guy that's from New Jersey. And he, had, he was involved and is involved, and there's a national investigation going on, where they call a house where they know the name of the son or the grandson of the people who live there. They, they are uh, they're a public defender, and they've been arrested for, insert your crime here, DWI, whatever. This one was a DWI. Right. Get, the, get grandma all worked up that she's got to post his bond. His bond is $20,000, and so I'm going to send an Uber driver. We're going to pick it up, and you know they'll bring it to me. We'll get the bond. And, and they hand an Uber driver $20,000, an Uber driver who in this case was a complete innocent, who then goes, delivers it to whoever the bag my, bad guy is, goes into, you know, and then, then they come back and say, oh, no, the person they hit in the DWI uh, crash uh, was pregnant. Her baby died. They're charging him with something more serious. I need another $20,000 oh, because wow. now the bond is higher. Could you wire it to me? Well, and so they did. They wired it to and But fortunately, see, cash leaves no trail for us to follow, but a wire leaves a beautiful trail. And yeah. I watched it go into the New Jersey bank account. And then the ATM captured our bad guy coming and taking it out. And so now that guy in New Jersey is facing charges in Houston. And that, that scam is being investigated. Clearly, it's not him. He's not the person on the phone, but he's part of the group. And there's an investigation in Tennessee. There's an investigation in Utah and in New Jersey. And the New Jersey Attorney General's office is involved. It is a national investigation. And they've been incredibly, incredibly successful at getting people to oh, send well, their money. Because uh, Pramod's sister got a call like that. Yeah. And uh, uh, that, that was like, your son is involved in an accident, and I'm, yes. the, I'm the lawyer trying to help uh, his, you know, and ask for money. I mean, and it's not like $10 or $20. No. It's like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Right, and they're very good at, like, getting people really yeah. worked up. They, worked the, up exactly. the sense of urgency, and the cr it's a crisis. And, and I just want everybody to... You get a call like that, take a deep breath and think, does this sound reasonable? And right. the answer is no. Yeah. No courthouse, or no lawyer is going to send an Uber driver to get money from you. Right. Yeah. Um, no bonds, bail, bail bonds company is going to send an Uber or a driver for you to hand cash to. That yeah. is not a normal way we do business. So if you just step back a second, take a deep breath. And, and kind of let some of the emotions settle. And then also, do you have another phone in your house? Why don't you call your grandson right. and see if he picks up? And yeah. are you in trouble? No. What's going on? Just hang up. Hang yeah. up the other phone. You know, <laughs> I, I came across a brand new scam yesterday. Oh. Somebody on a lot of uh, Asians use WhatsApp. Yes. <clears throat> and so somebody sent me a message on WhatsApp. And they said, um, uh, of course, I have their number. It's a number in Thailand. And they identify themselves. This is, this is Millie in Thailand. I came across your name in, in, my, in my phone book. You contacted my phone book. Do I know you? <laughs> so the point was, if I responded back to her, I was going to be stuck. Right. You're linked now. Yeah. Right. 
So the best thing to do at a time like that is just delete the... Uh, yeah, I, and actually, Sheila, um, on my iPhone, mm -hmm. uh, it identified it as a scam. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I may miss some legitimate phone numbers, but I don't answer the one that's a scam. Right. But say. then I have... Uh, scam or spam? Spam. Scam. Yeah. Really? Scam. Oh, yeah. It says, says really? scam. I've got them both that say scam yeah. alerts and then also spam. likely spam. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. But I have received, um, like... A, uh, uh, email, not email, but a text message where there are 20 people on that message. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had to delete every single person because uh. I had no clue on who these people were. And every day I would, if I deleted one person, then, you know, whoever sent it to me, then somebody else would co contact. Uh. So I had to sit and delete 20, like block 20 numbers and delete them. I would say in my both my work county phone and my personal phone, I have more blocked numbers than I have. <laughs> right. And then what, what, That's was, true. what was funny was, I mean, not funny, not, not at all funny, was that I couldn't get out of that group. Oh, you were like looped. Yeah, I couldn't, they... I couldn't leave the group, which mm. I didn't, I was really shocked. And I had to delete like 20, a block and delete 20 wow. numbers. Yeah, and I have to ask one of the IT guys, are the, How you know, to do our that? forensics guys. Because because I wonder, because you acted as, you know, you did an action as a result of getting the number, they know it's a real number now. Uh -huh. You know, it's not, it's an act, some, an active user has that. I don't know that, though, you're a little outside of my, uh, right, my right. circle of knowledge but, there. No, but, the uh, first time I got it and I saw it was a group I had no clue on, I wanted to, like, leave the group. Right. And there was no option to leave the group. Uh -huh. So I had to sit and block each number and delete those yeah. well Sheila I gotta ask you something you know some years ago and I, I'm sure it's still happening but some years ago we covered a a, 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 a nation ring that <coughs> actually ended up in New Jersey and they had a bunch of people remember who were arrested mm -hmm. for making these calls scam calls and and scam calls from India uh -huh. are very very common apparently they've got these uh, these call centers which are trained just to scam poor old people and they, they come across, uh, they either use aliases or, uh, or disguise their voices or names. But uh, how do people protect themselves from something like this? And, and how do you prosecute this sort of stuff? You're the, re the arm of the law in Houston doesn't go all the way to India. No, it does not. Um, and that is a, that's a big challenge we have. As far as getting the calls and getting the emails, just don't respond. I mean, if you respond, just hang up, just hang up, just hang up. I hang up on people all the time. I'm a very nice person. And, so, and I used to feel like I was being rude, but I just go, as soon as they say, good afternoon, and I go, boom, you're done. We're done. We're not talking here. I, you know, no, we're done. And I block that. And just right then, block that number. You know? yeah. Well, you also and, get a lot of, uh, like, FedEx or, uh, you know, some right. Are, are back. your Amazon drivers yes, trying to contact yeah, you? And it's right. like, and then it's a, and, and then it's the email is like a Gmail. It's like, well, I'm pretty sure Amazon doesn't use Gmail. Right. <laughs> and, you know, so you just be, right, be, exactly. a, be on alert, look and see, and things look a little weird. And um, if it, if if you are dealing with a business like they are, these business, um, they like these business email hijacking cases are just terrible. And that's makes that's the kind that go across and mm -hmm. out of the country. And so while we can investigate into other jurisdictions, like we can follow the money. We can get the bank records. We can see where the money goes. And like the guy in New Jersey, I watched that money go. I have his bank records. I watched it go in, and I watched him pull it out. And I and literally watched him thanks to the ATM cameras working. And but then <laughs> other times, if it actually leaves the country, and I, I work primarily, you know, with local uh, guys, HPD and sheriff's office and Laporte and you know. Humble and Baytown and all those guys, you know, they can only go so far too. But once it leaves the country, 
we're mm-hmm. kind of out of luck. And and the challenge that we have too is I I sometimes don't want to give up. I'm like that was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of grandma's money. Yeah. You know, and I and I don't want to give up. And so sometimes if we can, um, especially HPD has these uh, officers that are embedded with the FBI and secret service like task forces. So sometimes we'll get the opportunity to approach them and say, could you look and see, is this phone number, this bank account, this you know scam uh, indicative of anything you already are looking at, investigating, oh. because they can go everywhere. And we are kind of limited, but they, they and they will go. They'll look and they'll say, hey, wait, we have three other people. That, that yeah. All their money's in that account. And sometimes they'll take them. The Fed, there's so much going on, they kind of have to weigh and, you know, where, if we can identify a suspect, if we can't. And so the challenge is if you can't identify the bad guy after a certain amount of time, you've got to move on to the next person because there's so much of this going on. Right. So. Yeah. And folks, we were talking to Sheila Hansel, who's the assistant <coughs> district attorney uh, in the Consumer Fraud Division of the Harris County District Attorney's Office. And she's, uh, she's disc- uh, telling us what we may be able to do to protect ourselves and how to be smarter about dealing with this kind of stuff, especially when it comes over the phone. We're going to be back with it right after this commercial break, so don't go away. This is American News Radio. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Your skin is an investment, not an expense. Amerijuve announces September specials. Three ultra-hydrating facials, $300. Three pick-me-up facials with a light peel, $600. Laser hair removal. Buy one large area, get a medium area free. Valid until September 30th. Fall in love with your skin at Amerijuve. Call 713-960-6262 or visit Amerijuve.com. Amerijuve. Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. 
एम इंडो अमेरिकन न्यूज Welcome back folks. We're talking to Sheila Hansel, who's the A Assistant District Attorney for Consumer Fraud Division at the Harris County District Attorney's Office, and she's telling us all these fascinating kind of tidbits about and stories about people getting scammed and fooled by con men, and especially how to protect ourselves. So the best thing to do it seems like is Hang up if you get a call like this because it just doesn't sound right. Right, just hang up, uh, delete, don't answer emails, and then just and, yeah, emails is another way right, that people are right. getting this. And just don't, just delete them, delete them, delete them. I I keep on getting uh, emails. I'm sure everyone else does from uh, some prince in <laughs> Nigeria. Who, that was the original scam. <laughs> that's right. The old, that's an OG scam. That's right from the original uh, olden days. Um, but those kinds of scams still exist. A lot of that is also um, tragically uh, they they get sweetheart scams going where right. uh, there's someone who's who's posing as a U.S. soldier in Afghanistan or wherever he is, and he is uh, ready to to be released. And he they've met online and they're chatting. And here, but he's got he's got some uh, property that he's got, and um, he's going to have to pay some taxes on it before he can. Bring it back to the United States, but of course he's been a soldier, so he doesn't have any money. I love you, honey. Will you send me three thousand dollars? Right, right. Anyway, yeah. And and another one, and some some hot Russian babe. <laughs> I haven't had a hot Russian babe one, um, but, <laughs> but most of mine are uh, of the uh, of the uh, soldier abroad or the um, distant relative kind right, of thing. But somebody pretending that you know, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm this I'm this I, I just love what you do. I've seen your profile yes. on Facebook. Yeah. It even goes on Facebook. It does, it does, and Facebook Marketplace is ripe with uh, with all kinds of fraudulent activity going right. on on there too. So the things I would advise is um, do your homework, be vigilant, wa- vigilant rather. Watch your accounts, watch your um, who you respond with, who you react to. Don't call. If it's a unknown caller, don't call them back. If you if you miss the call, don't call that person back. You, you let them call you again if they're legitimate. They will. Um, just hang up. Don't worry about being rude. Um, uh, do your research. Talk to your bankers. Like before you're going to invest in something with someone or go into a business with someone, there are people at your bank who yeah. will sit down and talk to you about this. They'll help you look some stuff up. They'll check Secretary of State's office records with you. They'll they'll see if this looks like a legitimate thing to get involved so, with. So if not. you feel like you're being scammed, if you feel like you've done this investigation and you, you've under, under Covered, uncovered certain details that make it sound not so legitimate. Mm-hmm. Could you, at that point, call the cops and say, "This guy is trying to do this to me"? Right. You can step back. You can go and make a report, a non-emergency report. So there's a special number at HPD, and I have it on my bulletin board at office, but I can't remember it right now. It's a not the non-emergency number at HPD, and you can make or you can walk into any substation and make a report. I believe I've been scammed, and this is why. And uh, there are sometimes that people believe they've been scammed, but it's actually maybe just a business transaction that's gone sideways, and that's we're we'll ferret that out on whether or not that's going to be a civil resolution or if it's a scam so what we look for when those reports are made and what the officers we try to teach them to look for is look for a pattern has anybody else made a report on this guy you know his name is jim smith has anybody else made oh look there's two there two days ago there was another report on jim smith and then last month there was another report right. on jim yeah, smith yeah. and so they'll pull those together it's like once we have that pattern of conduct we've got a con man working well, what a, and mm-hmm. something on instagram that happens a lot it's plays on your greed factor yeah. like uh, for example um, on Instagram, they had you could buy this whole uh, golf cart um, that typically costs like five, six thousand dollars, 
for thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, so Whoa! Sounds too good to be true, people. It is. That is not a new thing. <laughs> and so people who get scammed like that will not report those. Right, and, and that's actually tragically common too. Is yeah. a lot of people who are scammed, they're embarrassed, they're mortified, their family's upset with them and mad at them, and they just want it to be over, and they don't report it. And so sometimes that's sad. But what happens too is when we do catch like one of those serial con artists, and it may, say it makes the news. Um, we get phone calls. Like uh, in following the news story, I might, I might, or one of my other colleagues in the financial crimes office might appear, or an officer might talk about it on TV or on the radio or in the or in the Chronicle, and we'll get three or four phone calls in the next week. All right, Whoa. my wife saw this, and this is the guy that my husband gave twenty thousand dollars to. Whoa. I'm like, Whoa. oh, well, let me take so, your name and let the officer call you. <laughs> so what so, what kind of prison time can scammers get? The, everything up to life in prison. Everything, really? everything wow. but the death penalty. So how that how sca- how scams are thefts are um, given their punishment ranges based on how much they steal. So $2,500 to $30,000 is a state jail felony. Okay. $30,000 to $150,000 is a third degree felony. So you're looking at two to 10 in prison. You steal $150,000 up to $300,000, second degree felony, two to 20. I'm sorry, that was two to 10, then two to 20. Over $300,000, it's a first-degree felony. That's five to life. Oh, wow. Now, you know, these are non usually typically nonviolent offenders, but I have I had one recently. It was a real estate scam, and he, it was 30 different people. He got over a million dollars from oh, people. Wow. And wow. So, right, and so he pled, and he is he's doing, he was, he's elderly, uh, but he got 20. I mean, and he's, wow. this is an old guy, so. So, so was, even when you're writing up a business transaction, there could be fraud in there. Absolutely. There's forged signatures. There's false promises of performance. You know, you write a contract that says you're investing $100,000 for one year, and I promise to pay you back in one year plus 35% interest and, you know, or, or whatever interest. And 35%. You sign that. So, it, so he puts you off now for a year. You've given him the 100000 so he's got your 100000 for a year. Mm-hmm. And then the year one year mark comes around, and you're like, all right, give me my money, and he's gone. He's a ghost. Mm-hmm. You can't find him. You don't see him. He won't call you back. And so you send demand letters. You get angry. You threaten to sue. You leave voicemails. And then finally, you get angry enough, you go to the police. Well, and then we look in his bank records and see that he just spent that money living large. Right. You know? and so, so there's, yeah, you have to be careful about that. Right? So is it possible for a victim to recover his money? Oh, this is a, this is a tightrope we walk all the time. In, in Houston or in Texas, how restitution works is if the defendant, the bad guy, pays the money back to us mm-hmm. we give it to the victim oh, okay. the state doesn't give them the state oh, really? only reimburses crime victims in in violent crimes oh, okay. so you know you get you lose an arm and or a, you know a leg or you you know have your shot and you you know have all these medical issues you can get some restitution from your bad guy that way um through the crime it's a violent crime only so financial crimes of course are not going to be violent crime so the restitution is is a, it's a hard thing to do if we can catch them when they still have some money. But the problem with what, like my kinds of cases, because I say I specialize in liars and thieves. Those are mine are all con artists and, and people wow, who steal you, money. You, you have some strange friends. Right. Huh? They all mine are all people who have stolen money. And so why? So the challenge is they say they want to pay restitution. Okay. So you say it's a case with just like nineteen thousand. So it's not a lot of restitution. Um, in the grand scheme of things, they want to pay restitution. And I say, okay, I have to know where the money came from mm-hmm. because I know that he's a thief. So if he's going, I don't want him to steal from you to pay back this victim. And now I have a new victim over here. Mm-hmm. And so there's this tightrope we have to walk of, you know, and I had a perfect example is I had one that was a, a had four or five victims. He owed uh, 90 something thousand dollars. 
Well, they brought me proof that his parents, and this is a grown man whose yeah. parents sold their lake house on one of the lakes north of town and gave him the money. So I had the closing papers. I saw the check. I have the documentation that the money was not stolen from a new victim. Right. And so in that time, we were able to turn over the restitution. I had another one where a school teacher was targeted and was a victim, and he had taken about $38,000 from a retired school teacher. Oh, wow. And he had a retirement fund that... He that we had doc, were able to document that he took the money out of a 401k that he had and he paid her back. And so when I feel good about where the money's coming from, we can get rid. I will agree to accept restitution, but there are cases where I won't because this is someone who's already been to prison for being a con man. He's back out. He's being a con man again. The only way he's coming up with more money is because he's going to be a con man again. You know, so I'm just so, not touching dirty money. <laughs> at least one of the things that you could do is if you're going to if you fall for this kind of thing either to use wire transfer or a check or something right. to leave a paper trail. We love paper trails. Paper right. trails are my but if bread you, and butter. if you end up giving them cash, you're, right. you're plumb out of luck. Cash makes it very, very hard for us. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's, in, it's incredibly challenging when the, when the but loss now, when is you, in cash. When you, it's, not, it's not impossible to prove because the person can come in and say. But how easy, you know, how easy is it to prosecute these guys once you cash them? Um, the paper trails, the ones with checks and wire transfers and videos from the ATMs, those all tend to work out in some sort of plea deal. Um, the, the harder ones are people who want to say, I didn't, I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that was illegal or I was, I'm a victim too, or I'm just a bad businessman or, oh. you know, so the, those are the people that want to fight about it. And so we'll go to trial. No problem. That's what we do. And, uh, we'll let a jury decide if you're a bad businessman or a con man. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, there's some, um, uh, business people, uh, it's not fraud as such, but they won't pay their vendors. Uh, and they'll come up with some excuse. Uh, is that uh, a different uh, side of the business? That's probably, you mean like trying to, get, like they've already, per, they've already provided a product or a service and now they're trying to get paid oh, for it. It it can be a, a civil matter completely or it could be that if there's a long history, like there's a statute where if you're a, a contractor, like you're building houses and you won't pay your subs. So the yeah. guy who poured your concrete or the guy who came and did the rebar before exactly. the pour, um, there is, that's actually a crime not to pay your subcontractors. They've yeah. made it, a, it's a misdemeanor, but it's still a crime. <laughs> and uh, one former president uh, is uh, accused of uh, doing that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, we've got a caller who just, who, who, who's listening in he's got something to share okay. go ahead caller hey, just real quick you guys are talking about con artists right so i live in uh, far enough sugar land and i don't have the car anymore but i had a car which had a garage bump tents right so this guy just pulls over to me uh, on the signal and says i'll fix it pay me two hundred dollars uh-huh. rub something rub something on to the car and say i'll come back and do it, but I need the money. So he said, use the cash app because in mm-hmm. cash app, you cannot really track the funds going to, from A to B. Uh-huh. It, there could be a lot of, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, these accounts. So that's one kind of crime. I've did, did you do it? Here with, no, are you crazy? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened to me one day. I was coming back from the gym about 5 o'clock in the morning, and I, I ended up at a stop sign just waiting to go and make the turn. On the side of the road, there was a very pretty uh, woman. She was standing there, but she, she had this, this look like she was depressed or whatever. And I said, I, and 
I said, it's really, I rolled down my window. I said, ma'am, is there a problem? She said, I need 200 bucks. I said, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't, you know, I don't carry any cash. And she said, there's an ATM across uh, the street. Uh, <laughs> she did. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. Well, and thank you. Anyway, thank you for calling in. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. So go ahead. You were saying it was easy to prosecute? Well, no, I, none of, nothing's easy, but it, it is. The evidence is very, very solid when we can follow the money and to its ultimate end and we can see who took it out. And there's all kinds of ways to show that. Unfortunately, technology is our friend. You know, when you use a, when I log in to check my accounts on my phone or my computer at home, or I, I uh, log in and check into my Amazon cart, you know, all of that leaves a beautiful trail that we but can follow. But that's what I meant. Once so, you have that trail, is right. it fairly easy to prosecute people like to, this? To put the pieces together, yeah. It's usually easy to explain to a jury. I think juries are very, uh, very uh, aware of how the trails, you know, the banking leaves trails when you move money to a from a to b to c and use credit cards that that all leaves a trail that we can follow and so it's usually it's it's kind of tedious to to show them the whole uh, the steps all the way through sometimes because it's convoluted it maybe goes through two or three accounts but they get it at the end they get it that that's the money and that's where it went and this is how it was used and that's well, not how the victim i, I got one last question before i think promote might have something okay. i got one last question do you see a prosecution of other South Asian p uh, people here in the greater Houston area? In what way? In, do, the, do you see them committing this kind of crime, South Asians? Oh, I haven't really thought about that. Um, do you come across some South Asian names? Malhotra, for example? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, do you have one? <laughs> no. Uh, oh. If Sheila hasn't uh, encountered any, but we, um, in the news, uh, we always get some consumer fraud uh, cases. Uh, maybe in New Jersey or California. But I'm sure it happens it a lot. I, I don't know. I, I really would like have to sit down with my docket and read through, and then you'd have to tell me if that's a South Asian name or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, to me, they're all just bad guys. Um, no, but, so. but when you when you go to jury, you you, you haven't come across too many. Um, no, um, when I you know when I'm picking juries or when like for jurors or no, the bad no, guys. No, no, the bad guys. Oh no, uh, I can't say that I have personally prosecuted one. What about cat bounce checks? Okay, here's my number one thing. I you tell got, everyone. You, we've only got three. Okay, minutes. here you go. Don't mail checks. Stop mailing checks. Check fraud and checks being stolen out of the mail is out of control oh, in this really? area. It is unbelievable. It is not an exaggeration to say that one out of five phone calls I get every week from police officers start with, the complainant dropped a check in the mail and it was intercepted, which means it was oh. stolen out of the mail. The amount was changed. The person it was paid to, oh, payable wow. to, was changed. It went into the defendant's bank account. And this is how we know it's the defendant's bank account. So use so Zelle stop. or Venmo yes. or something like that. Uh, you and know, Even those have Yes, but there's yes. a company, Deluxe Checks, they actually make the checks, but they have a service where you can actually write a check, mm -hmm. but it's not a check, and it's, a, it's an electronic check Transfer, that's sent to you. Yeah. And so just stop putting them in the mail. It's, it's, I, hate, I hate that for my postal inspector friends because I know they're outnumbered. There's only six of them in the Houston area to investigate thousands and thousands of wow. stolen checks. And so that's an overwhelming task for all of law enforcement. But please, ven don't pay your vendors with checks. Don't, don't, or pay them with checks, but deliver them. Hand oh. them to them. Don't put them in the mail. The, it's just really out of control, and it oh, got okay. really bad starting with COVID. And it's just gotten worse and worse, and it's just overwhelming for sections of law enforcement trying well, to so trace if, all if this So if they down. see a business sending a check, they might open it up. 
Well, yeah. So they're just going to, they're just, they, they can get into the blue boxes and they'll just take everything out. Right. And oh, then they'll, wow. you know, they either hit the lottery or they don't. And, you know, and then they'll go on to the next pile. And so please quit putting checks in the mail. I don't even send checks like I used to send checks for birthdays, you oh, know, wow. for my nieces and nephews. Yeah. Nope. Now oh. I Venmo them. Oh, I actually wow. made one of them get Venmo so that I could uh, Venmo sure, them for sure. their birthday. So stop. Oh, stop wow. sending checks. And so oh, okay. it's a dangerous. That's good to know. That's good advice. Uh, namaste. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So, as you said, the fraud is going at a very high level, and uh, I'm also uh, the company I work for, we are victim also. But I heard from India that when they write a check in the back, they write the account number. So, one can account, one can deposit that check only in that account. So, like we have positive pay. Can we in this country also, we can also write the account number? I do. I do that yeah, all the time. Do. Yeah. I do oh, that all the time. The account number also? Yeah, yeah. But, but then they have your account number plus the check. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, look, uh, yeah, I know. But in India, it has become very common nowadays. When you write a check, you put the account, their account number. Oh, the person, the, you're, the, uh, the person the you're person writing you're the check writing. to, is that oh. what you're yes. saying? That way, you cannot, nobody can deposit check anywhere oh. else but that account only. The thing is, they're washing checks, and so they can just take that off as easy as they can take off the amount and take off the name, right? Where they could just, that's how they're changing them to, you know, the, their name, and then they're changing a check that was written for $1,100 and making it $1,100,000. And so, you know, and so wouldn't they be able to take that off the back as well? So yeah, I don't know. Can, I mean, is it? Can. That's why I, I don't know if there's like some special way it can be put on a check. You're you're outside of my uh, my circle of knowledge there with that one. But okay. you know, anything no. like that would be an improvement. Anything that would slow down some of them would be a huge improvement. Good, no, good advice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So Sheila, we're out of time. Okay. You've taken up all your allocated okay. time, Sheila. Thanks. <laughs> And anytime you want to talk about canoeing for 30 minutes, I'm game too. <laughs> no, but this has been very, very uh, In, informative. informative. Yeah. Very, and I, revealing. I, I never knew about sending checks in mail. Yeah. Because the standard statement is the check is in the mail. Yeah, well. but, but a lot of people don't want to use Zelle or Venmo or, or some other stuff. And that is also has some fraud, Jawahar. Right, and there is. But there's the good thing about using some of that electronic transfer stuff there's is a it's, trail. It's, there's a trail one, and then the banks will sometimes, you know, uh, make you whole if you were defrauded oh, and so okay. there is some way maybe to make it right if you've used you know chase's zell program or whatever there's a lot of times if there's an investigation and chase can see that it's fraud they will make you make yeah. you whole and the same thing with the with the checks sometimes because the checks were well, cashed at their facility they were the wrong person they let a fraudulent check get cashed they will give you your money back but it's it's not everybody and it's and it's a process but it also doesn't make the money any less stolen so it's still a crime sure. right even if you got your money Sorry, back. we got to go into okay. this commercial. Friends, to get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali, Pramod and Jyoti. Crime. 
politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Well, folks, we couldn't let uh, Sheila go without a proper goodbye. Thank you so much, Sheila, for being with us. Yes. We really appreciate everything that you've told us. And and we're, we're forewarned is forearmed, right? <laughs> yes. Correct. Be vigilant. That's the biggest thing. Watch all your stuff. Ask all And I didn't questions. even ask you about credit cards. Yeah, that's right. I, I have a whole other page of stuff we didn't even talk down <laughs> that I, I wrote notes you that maybe to, to bring up, but there's all kinds to, of stuff going on. You'd so. have to come back very there soon. There you go. <laughs> because certainly, you know, everyone's very interested in this kind of thing. But Sheila, thank you much. Uh, Sheila Hansel with the, the Harris County District Attorney's Office. She's uh, assigned to the Consumer Fraud Division. And she's been, uh, as you can tell, very well uh, aware of what's happening around us as far as this kind of fraud goes. Identity theft, checks we talked about. We talked about wire transfers and money and so on and so forth. We talked about bounce checks, but we didn't talk about credit cards. Right. So maybe we'll talk about that on another day. But, but do your best to leave a paper trail. Right. <laughs> thank you very much, Sheila. Really enjoyed having you with All us. Right, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So, and folks, don't go away. We're going to be back again uh, in, after, after we say adios to Sheila. But uh, we, we have our next guest who's going to be calling in. Uh, actually, he's going to be walking in in about 20 minutes. Okay. Mahesh Ram. Okay. And in between, we might get another call from uh, an appeal from a cancer victim. Hopefully, they're listening in and they're going to be calling in in about 10 minutes. Uh, so, uh, Pramod? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when do we talk about um, uh, sports and? Uh, Why don't you try it right now while I let you know escort Sheila out oh, of okay. the studio? Okay. Okay. Uh, so we have a few minutes to talk about sports. Uh, you know, if you are a cricket fan, you must have uh, watched the finals of the Asia Cup, and uh, you know the Asia Cup um, uh, matches uh, took place in Sri Lanka. And they started at very early in the morning, like 4.30. And uh, um, the for the finals, I missed a few minutes. And when I checked the scoreboard, um, the uh, Sri Lanka had already lost f uh, five wickets. And that was amazing because uh, pace bowler uh, Mohamed Siraj of India took uh, altogether five wickets. But the first wicket was taken by... Uh, uh, Mr. Bumrah, uh, in, uh, the, uh, the next four wickets were taken by uh, Mohammad Siraj. His bowling was tremendous, uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, quite amazing that uh, uh, all the Sri Lankan batsmen were uh, dismissed for only 50 uh, runs. And the uh, Indian batting, uh, Shubnam Gill uh, and uh, Ishan Kishan, uh, they scored 50 runs with no loss of wickets. So that was amazing. Uh, so uh, that was the Asia Cup, and which was unfortunate because uh, Pakistan was supposed to do well uh, at that time. But that didn't happen. Uh, 
they had some uh, injuries to some of their bowlers. And, you know, uh, in sports, these things happen. Sometimes uh, even a weak team can blow out a strong team. And uh, it's good that India was able to win. And then uh, uh, the series, the ODI series of three matches uh, started in New Del uh, in India uh, just on Thursday. And the first match was uh, in Mohali between India and uh, uh, Australia. And uh, uh, Indians, uh, are, you know, because there are so many matches uh, so frequently that they rested uh, Captain Rohit Sharma and uh, also rested uh, uh, Virat Kohli. And in their absence, uh, K.L. Rahul uh, was the captain. And uh, uh, India did very well. They dismissed uh, Australia for 276 runs. And they managed to score uh, all those runs with the loss of about six wickets. So now, uh, that first match, um, there was a lot of talk in the news circles about... Uh, uh, a duel between Shardul Thakur and uh, Mohammad Shami as to who might be chosen in the, for the World Cup. And Mohammad Shami took actually five wickets, so he blew off uh, Shardul Thakur easily. Now, Shardul Thakur is a better batsman than uh, uh, Shami, so he might have an edge in the batting department, but you know, you can't. Uh, uh, put uh, Shami in the reserves because um, look at the five wickets he took. So uh, I think the World Cup will be very interesting and India will have a, a great opportunity uh, to play well, I think. Uh, you can never predict what happens from uh, one match to another, but uh, the, the better we do, uh, the chances are that we'll do better in the future. Uh, so that's uh, cricket, but on the other side, uh, here in Houston, uh, in Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros are, uh, you know, they were the winners of the World Series last year. And this year, uh, they are at the top of the Major League uh, Baseball's uh, Western Division. And... Uh, uh, for a long time, they started slow, and then they started improving, uh, scoring a lot of runs. And until this week, um, a few days ago, they were actually leading the division. So, uh, but uh, uh, last couple of games, uh, they've been on a losing streak. So, uh, hopefully, they'll recover their mojo and do well. And so, we're looking for the Astros to come back and. Uh, uh, go back to to the World Series and uh, maybe win the championship one more time. Did you say Mojo and Astros? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly hope that they can do that because well, they 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 came back to they were still they they won one game, right? But yeah, they won game but lost two, and then they lost the um, most recent game against Kansas City, which is not a good team. Yeah. So. You can never know how things happen. Uh, the Astros do very well on the road, but they're not a good team, at least right now, uh, playing at home. So I think, you know, momentum is the big thing. And 
so the momentum is, uh, you know, uh, not with the Astros right now, but hopefully they can reverse it and get back in the swing of things and be back in the World Series playoffs. Promote. We have a caller calling in about a, a patient that needs some medical assistance. Okay. So we're going to put them on. Sure. Please go ahead, sir. Can you hear us? Hello. Yes. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, my name is Dr. Rupesh Vakil, and I wanted to just talk about um, uh, my brother. Doc, uh, he's a Pratik Vakil. He, he's a dentist in the in here in Houston, and um, he was recently diagnosed with myelodysplastic syndrome, oh, no. uh, intermediate type. And um, the reason I'm calling is he is in dire need of a stem cell transplant. Uh -huh. And I wanted to just call and bring awareness to the South Asian community to, one, that we do not have many South Asian donors on the registry, and I wanted to just make aware of um, about that, you know. Tell but how how could, how could we help at this point? How can anyone who's interested well, in helping help? So the the main thing is to if you want to get tested, and testing is very easy. It's a cheek swab. Um, you text Pratik P R A T I K to six one four seven four. And could again, you? Repeat that. Yes, it's Pratik, P-R-A-T-I-K, and you text it to 61474. 61474. Okay. Correct. And then and do you, you, yeah. you, you can just text that you're interested in helping? Correct, yeah. And they will send you a, you know, a, a swab, a buckle swab, where to your home, and... Um, you will test it and send it back to see if you're a match for my brother um, based on HLA typing. I see. Okay. Well, certainly this is one easy way for someone to help another person in need. And uh, once again, uh, the, uh, the, the way to get through is to text to P-R-A-T-I-K, um, and the, the code is 61474, right? That's correct. Okay. All right. Well, we, we is there an, 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 any other way that they can help? So this is mainly for um, people that are ages 18 to 40. Uh -huh. um, there are other websites um, that you can, that people can go to. Um, and I can share those right now as well. Go ahead. Okay. So... The other websites are Gift of Life. Uh huh. Gift of Life. This is for ages 18 to 35. And the website is uh, www.giftoflife.org. Okay. And that's for ages 18 to 35. And it's free for ages 18 to 35, excuse me. Free for ages of 18 to 35. And it will test ages 36 to 60. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. So the, once again, if you go on to uh, to giftoflife.org, and then you can get uh, you can help out by te being tested that way too. Uh, well, Pratik, thank you so much for calling in. We wish you and your brother the the very best of luck. Hope for, for a good 
and speedy recovery. And a good Samaritan should uh, certainly come through, I'm sure. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. Of Take course. care. So uh, it's always um, heartfelt when you when you get a call like that. Certainly. And uh, <coughs> unfortunately, I would have wanted to do it, but I'm 72. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that makes a difference. But I'll encourage some of my <coughs> younger friends to do it. But there's a lot of people listening in. I'm sure yeah. that they'll be able to do something. Sure. So um, and we have our next guest with us in the studio already. And I'm going to be, uh, we, we, can, we can talk to him very quickly. But before I do that, we have one sponsor that I really must uh, plug a little bit. And that is uh, Divan Restaurant, which is opening tomorrow f uh, on the September 24th, Sunday, to September 24th. And they have a special ad from, from the hours of 1 to 4. If you come during that time, you can get free chai and free kachoris for the first 25 guests will show up there. The number to call in case you want more information, well, before I do that, I'll give you the address. It's 10920 West Belfort, West Belfort and Wilcrest, and the number is 832-293-3311. Once again, Devon Restaurant, and they have they offer pure vegetarian and non-veg menus. And um, uh, it sounds very tempting, Pramod. I mean... It certainly does. Kachoris are one of my favorites. Oh, okay. So maybe we should make a beeline out there tomorrow. Uh, why not? Yeah. Well, it, now my question is, of course, if I go there and I'm one of the 25, do I get 25 kajoris? <laughs> 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 all right. So, <clears throat> all right. Now, uh, you, you talked about sports promote, right? Yes. So I have, can I, I have a few minutes to go on my soapbox. Okay. Okay. So and then we'll do Mahesh at, uh, <coughs> from, at the 540 segment. Right. So the soapbox, one of the things, folks, that you need to be aware of is that the elections are six weeks away for the city of Houston. Right. And there's all sorts of candidates for mayor and controller and so on and so forth who are running. They all want your vote, uh, and we want their advertising revenue. <laughs> but there, on the other hand, you need to be aware that there's going to be a runoff and right after that because the mayor's race, there's 16 people running. Oh, yeah. So because of the runoff, the, the actual runoff date has been already calculated by the Secretary of State, and it is December the 9th. Okay. So if you're going to be uh, uh, thinking that you're done, you're not done because you'll have to go back in there December the 9th to vote. Um, another thing is that there's a, in the November election, there is a proposition. There are many propositions that are being offered. One of the propositions is for the University of Houston, Proposition 5. University of Houston may be get they, they could get if it's approved one billion dollars worth of endowment from the state. Oh, okay. That will add to the one billion dollars that they have from private money, so that will help them f to grow further, and that that makes a big difference. Sure. Uh, but one of the propositions is Proposition Ten. That Proposition Ten is for the Texas Medical Center uh, to be able to give the vendors who are there, who are producing, uh, well, I mean, who are manufacturing or whatever, they will get a break on personal property taxes for biomedical and medical companies. Personal, in this case, means inventory and equipment. Now, I take exception to that because that means if they don't pay taxes on that, someone else is going to have to make up the taxes. That's true. So the way that that works is, here's what happens, guys. 
the, according to the state who made the analysis themselves, they estimate that the tax break would cost the state, uh, the state's education funding scheme $43 million in 2025 alone, and it climbs to $60 million in 2028. So that's not a good deal. No. So uh, Well, it would be nice to benefit these companies who are making essential products, but I think they can uh, handle it uh, without a tax credit. Correct. They, they, I, I would vote against <coughs> Proposition 10, for sure. Okay. So, and then finally, uh, I just wanted to mention that Governor Abbott, is, he wants people, to, the legislators to come back in October for a special session because of his, one of his favorite, favorite breaks that he wants to get to, to the rich, which is uh, giving away uh, the um, school vouchers yeah. for private schools. So the, uh, the, he's telling congregations how important this is to, for the moral fabric of the future of Texas. He also says that parents shouldn't have to send these children to a public school teaching them things that we morally at are, are odds with, where parents don't want their children to be. So, you know, this, this is very wrong because the, the break is basically $8,000 per child. Yeah, that's a lot. And uh, it's meant for uh, uh, school vouchers for private and parochial schools. And usually uh, parents of uh, rich children uh, managed to do that. Right, St. John's, yeah. a kid going to St. John's in River Oaks, Right. they don't really need this kind of break, Yeah. but they're going to get the break because, because Abbott wants to buy their vote. Yeah, of course. And, and, and keep them in, their, in the clutches of the conservative cultural war that they've been fighting. The Senate has already uh, greenlit this policy, but uh, the House is, not against, is against it. So hopefully... There would be better uh, luck there, but Abbott is using holding a gun to the hands of all the legislators on this thing. And finally, I just wanted to mention one of my favorite uh, songs uh, was Dreamweaver. Uh -huh. You remember Dreamweaver? Oh, Dreamweaver, <laughs> I believe we should make it through the night. Something like that. Gary <laughs> Wright. Gary Wright did this. He died at the age of 80 of uh -huh. Parkinson's disease. Oh, no. And... He wrote this after he met Harrison and George Harrison, and they went to India. Ah. And he got influenced by the Harris, when Harrison gave him a, a book, the autobiography of a yogi, and he read it, and then he turned mystical in Indian. And oh, did he? So there was an Indian connection for that song. Oh, wow. Anyway. So anyway, it's time for a commercial break uh, very soon. You mean a break from Jawahar? Yes. <laughs> well, I had to do a whole monologue on <laughs> sports while the phone was going off, which I didn't answer. Well, folks, I think the commercial is going on, so let me go, go to this. Maharaja Jewelers, 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. Tune in seven days a week with a crazy masala crew. 98.7 FM. Masala Radio. So spicy. Crime. 
politics, finances, climate change. Ah, oh, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. I'm very pleased to uh, introduce our next guest, uh, who is an old friend of ours. Uh, he's helped us quite a lot uh, a long time ago on our newspaper. And he was helping uh, Krishna Giri, I think, also taking pictures. Uh, in any case, Mahesh Sriram is now an international model and Hollywood actor with a global presence and a wealth of international experience. Born in Hyderabad, India, Mahesh began his journey in the entertainment industry in Tollywood, making a name for himself as an actor and model. Mahesh's talent and professional persona quickly caught the attention of the international market, leading him to work with renowned brands as both a model and an actor. He has been part of major campaigns for some of the world's top companies, including Super Bowl commercials and other high-profile projects. His striking appearance and versatility have made him a sought-after face in the industry. Mahesh is also widely recognized for his unwavering commitment, professionalism, and exceptional teamwork, which have contributed to his continued success in the industry. His journey as an international model and an actor is a testament to his passion and dedication. Welcome, Mahesh. Thank you, Pramod, and uh, hi to all the listeners. Uh, you know, Mahesh, uh, Sanchali would have, she's really missing out on this. Unfortunately, she's not well t this afternoon. Uh, and uh, we, I mean, she, she's really, she, we were talking about it for so long, we kept on t bugging Mahesh to come to the radio <laughs> program. I've been after him for, what, six months? Yeah, I think three months. Something. Yeah, 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 something like that. He's got such a busy schedule. But uh, so, so glad that you were able to make it and you're com coming to the studio. Thank you very much for having me. Um, uh, it's not just busy, just like doing things, what I have to do. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah. you're on the road a lot. <coughs> yes, I was traveling a bit between different projects. So your family is here while you're traveling? Yes, I'm Houston. Based? Based. So but this so, is my home. So. But when you go, do you just go for shoots for two or three days a week? Yeah, it depends on each project. Mostly that is... Um, two, three days and come back and, you know, go yeah. back. So. You know, Pramod, he hasn't aged at all. And yeah. you and I have aged. <laughs> what is going on here? I'm here now, so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, well, that's a question for Thank you, you, is how do you keep yourself uh, so fit and uh, young looking? Thank you for that compliment, first of all. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. <laughs> he, I, I, in my promo, I said that they see James Bond. <laughs> So it's a, it's a lot of discipline. It comes um, by nature, not just because of modeling or acting. Uh, I personally like fitness. Mm. You know, I like waking up and go out and, you know, do whatever little bit of it, like run, jog, or sometimes gym. And um, also discipline in eating. Mm. Yes. Like, you know, I, I eat everything, okay? I eat everything, but I reduce my 
Um, so it's in moderation. moderation. Yes, in a moderation. So right. that helps a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the key you, I think that that's a key to keeping your weight down. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, it helps. Yeah. So um, what is it? The last time we met, it's been at least 10, 12 years. Yes, it's been a long time. And yeah. you know, the, as Pramod introduced, you know, it takes me back to my journey where I started from Houston, you know, <laughs> uh, in the media while working. And uh, I know I was supporting Indo-American and still have my company and I do support with various organizations so right now. You do, oh, okay. you do 3D animations and so on? Um, Graphic uh, design? It's uh, uh, my company's Pixels. Mm -hmm. uh, we do various uh, media activities like uh, design media solutions commercials presentations animations 3d oh, okay. animations is a part of it so sure. we does all that so oh, i see i see so you do this in addition to the modeling and acting actually that is my main job uh, you know modeling and acting has been as a passion and now we're actually it's become busy so yeah, I'm yeah. trying to balance between both <laughs> You know, lately, Tollywood has become a big deal. You know, they've had so many uh, major uh, pictures, RRR, and so forth. So have you gotten any interest from them? I started my career from um, Hyderabad, as you all know, and uh, have done a few Telugu movies in the past where um, those were made in the U.S. And... Uh, since I was not able to go back, like, you know, because I'm here with my family and sure. working. So I focus primarily here in U.S. And uh, um, right now, yes, I've been getting quite a few. In, before also had some interest, but I couldn't go. But now I'm able to go. So oh, okay. there are some projects which are in, uh, maybe I will take up. Maybe they so, might happen. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you worked on Dis uh, Disney movie. Barbie. Yeah. Was it Barbie? No, no, Haunted no. Mansion. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. Both of them, actually. Um, I started with Barbie. There is, uh, uh, that is my entry into Hollywood uh, movies. I'm mm -hmm. just there in a small uh, part. Cameo. Um, yeah, just as a, a small part. And um, then it uh, uh, took me to the Haunted Mansion, mm -hmm. Disney Pictures, yeah. um, that have a role uh, in the movie. So, so uh, what was your experience? What did you think? <laughs> Um, it's an amazing experience to be um, at that space, uh, especially um, um, coming from the other side of the world, you know. Uh -huh. you just dream of to be there in that space. And uh, uh, it, it took a while for me, you know, doing all the commercials and you know, it's, it's a different industry. And So, uh, you, yeah, the commercials was a separate shoot. Yeah. Yeah, so with the commercial, then I got into this space. So being there felt very um, nice, and you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I really enjoyed uh, who, at that space. So, who were some of the main actors in, in the movie? Okay, so in the haunted mansion, I mean, uh, I had had opportunity to work with uh, Jimmy Lee, um, Curtis, Danny DeVito and uh, Tiffany Haddish. Wow. And a um, lot of other... Uh, How does it feel to work with Danny? 
he's, a he's cra- amazing he's a... <laughs> actually he's crazy as on the screen more actually he's so fun like really you know, he made you very comfortable very comfortable actually um you know next to them and all these actors actually There's, jamie lee curtis yes she's, she's amazing she's amazing and i know her from true lies you know where, yeah you know so i saw her and i was standing next to her and we are working together it is amazing uh, that was uh, it's it's a, it's a great feeling and the great thing is to learn from it was a learning process for me uh-huh. to be there one thing i was excited that is for sure and the other thing is seeing how professional they are mm-hmm. owen wilson like amazing like actor like you know i could just see him you know i was like all the time working and i'm looking at all of these people how professional they are and down to earth and able to work as a team and make it happen yeah. in between so many hundreds of people around and you know Yeah. shooting um, this was shot in uh, Atlanta oh really okay I had to go for the shoot for two weeks uh-huh. uh, be there so that was very interesting it's a good thing it didn't happen right now because the, the screen actors guild is on strike that's so right. nothing would have happened when was the shoot for this haunted this movie? was uh, my part was uh, last year I see they've been shooting for a while different parts but my part was uh, last and year what so. was your role I play one of the ghost. Oh my and, god. And um I heard the ad coming up before the show. It's my character is uh, Maharaja. Ah, I see. So um it's it's a very funny and lot of fun on the sets and with everyone, you know, it was very interactive with all the other actors and well, so. so going from making commercials to to movies is it very different? It is different, but actually it's been a very great path for me to understand the industry. and the professionalism and the commitment what they look for and uh, that actually really helped me to be there in in the movie uh, yeah okay. i had one uh, technical question like in a, a hollywood movie like they're showing interaction between two actors uh, so do they shoot the scenes two or three times uh, with one camera or do they have multiple cameras how do they do it it uh, it varies actually oh, really? um it can happen either way um oh, okay. because sometimes production it their choice and actors timing and everything so each one uh, shoots but they do take multiple takes oh, okay. and multiple cameras oh, and okay. especially for example when we are shooting with uh, whether it is with barbie or barbie shots where outdoor in uh-huh. la and yeah. to be there and quite a few cameras like you know they're parallelly going on oh, okay. and at the same time haunted mansion i there's so many cameras this oh, really? was indoor oh, okay um uh, latest technology cameras and everything it was so so the the director is looking at a one screen many screens and he's saying i want this angle this angle and then they edit it together yes yes right. that's uh, that's the way it goes like you know so tell me um mahesh um you know now that you've uh, you've done haunted mansion and you've been b- prior to that you were doing uh, and you're still doing a lot of commercials some of the f- pictures you put on facebook uh, uh, you know i'm happy to be a friend of yours on facebook he's got these beautiful suits promote yes i mean some <laughs> of these suits are worth more than my house do they do they let you keep them <laughs> i wish most of them they do that but um every project you know is different different and the designers actually they depending on the concepts and everything the designers you know and, but uh, they have to make it fit you so uh, it's very customized yes before it's it's a lot of prefer- preparation for every uh, commercial or film what happens is uh, once the auditions are done you know then you wait and you know there is a uh, wardrobe then, uh, once you get the part 
you are asked for wardrobe and you get your fittings according to the concepts and everything. For example, simple, right now I'm doing uh, for a suits actually. Uh -huh. So they do custom suits um, and it's a, uh, they have taken my measurements and it's one month I just got my suit. So, oh, okay. uh, so. Could you throw in one for me? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not the same size. Well, you know. We can fit in. <laughs> <laughs> so you, do you get to keep some of these suits? Yeah, each production, that's what, um, you know, like for example, depends on the contract and depends on what client wants and uh, they do give us. They Sometimes we just go do our job and, you know, Nothing. So Change back to your own yes. For, yes. Well, in Haunted Mansion, the Maharaja costume, you, you don't want that. No, I really want that. Oh, you it's do? It's amazing because um, actually um, it's been designed by the uh, Grammy Award winner, designer. Oh, and, okay. Uh, every, um, the, if you see them, if you have watched the trailer, you know, you, yeah. you could see the, the clothing, amazing. Like, amazing you know, clothing. Everyone, yeah. like, yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, and they are so heavy, actually. Oh, really? Actually, uh, while we are on the set, like, you know, even Jamie Lee Curtis, her dress was very heavy, and uh -huh. they were checking. And they saw my dress. My, you're like, you're, this is also very heavy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had a hat and, you know, all that. Uh, yeah. So. What, uh, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, what about, um, what are your upcoming projects that we'll see you in? Um, right now, I'm working on both, as you said, like commercials and film. And uh, but you, 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 you said you were going to do some really expensive suits. Yeah, that that is there this month. It's a commercial come photo shoot. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's a, uh, comes into commercial and photo shoots, and I'm working on other projects, uh, mm -hmm. web series, and there is a couple of film interests out there so I'm uh, yeah th that is the path forward well okay are you thinking uh, at any time going into production yourself um production direction or actually producing things producing yes we've been doing with my company like okay. you know a lot of animation stuff and uh, that has been part of the company for a while but okay. in a s uh, not in a feature film or right. anything but uh, animations and graphics and uh, commercials oh, okay that's right so we have team and since i'm in the industry you know it actually um, helps a lot to uh, yeah. coordinate between both it's so mahesh there's uh, actually on that subject a couple of things uh, for, uh, the there's a lot of indians south asians who are modeling in our community we know there's probably at least i know probably at least seven or eight of them and then there's uh, there's a couple do Harsh Mahesh Maheshwaran, mm -hmm. he he does production work. He's doing some. He's actually starting to do uh, a little bit of feature film work, but that's that's a growing growing area for our people in our community to, to go into, right? Yes, I totally agree. Uh, with especially with the OTT platform, it's become a global. Uh, you know, you. What do you mean OTT? What is that? Uh, like online. Uh, oh, okay. Netflix and uh, everything, right? The so streaming the channel. Streaming channels like so like many Netflix. Are there. Right. Uh, during COVID, like you know, any projects from anywhere, you know, everyone is watching it, mm -hmm. right? So that has given a huge. Uh, potential for everyone like you know new or uh, existing directors or 
anybody to produce something nice and it is accepted by a wide audience. Much easier to stream. Stream and get recognized for their content, irrespective of their language, irrespective of uh, where they are from. Sure. You know, those uh, opportunities have definitely increased. And coming to the South Asians, yes, we, you know, making a statement. Uh, the uh, perception of audience has changed. So there is there are more opportunities for everyone who can sure. be in the industry, for sure. Well, we're almost out of time. I've got to make a, an announcement or two before we end the show. But I wanted to ask you one last question. Um, do do you get recognized a lot now when you go to the gym <laughs> or you're walking down the street, You some desi guy comes up, I know you, Mahesh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what they see, but yeah, usually sometimes, yeah, yeah. I do okay. get yeah cross across and uh, come across oh, that's that kind neat. of situations. It's, it's so they, they they come by and they want your autograph, uh, a picture. They talk at least they talk and selfie or something like that. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it motivates and interesting. That's really nice. That's really great. So good. Uh, I mean, we're very happy about your success. Yeah, we're proud of your success and hope you get even more uh, roles. And then you come back to the show or we, we p feature you in our print. You know, if you go on his website, there's an article that we did on him. Uh -huh. It's right. on his website. Right, right. So it's, it made me feel good to see that. You, you're family, Mahesh. Of course. <laughs> I'm from Houston and, you know, I'm able to go around and do, you know, stuff what I'm doing. And thank you very much for your appreciation all the time. And uh, Great. glad to be with you all. Uh, Great. Well, thank you so much once again. I got to make this one last announcement and then... If you'll hold on for one second before we, we wrap up. Uh, so, folks, th this is Indo-American News. We are once again at the end of our Saturday afternoon. So glad that you spent the time with us. Yes, certainly. And we wish Sanjali the very, very best in recovery from whatever ails her. Uh, and we really missed her today. Oh, yeah, we certainly did. But Jyoti was able to sit in for her very well. And we enjoyed uh, everything, though. Um, so next week, they'll, we'll have another batch of other smashing guests yes and we will be able to uh, talk more with our uh, contestants on the quiz so the, here's the, the announcement I needed to make was once again I'm going to at the closing ends of the show the Vaughn restaurant is opening tomorrow on Sunday September the 24th and they have a special from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, it's called they're giving free chai free kachoris for the first 25 guests and I'm going to be one of them they're located at 10920 West Belfort, which is the intersection with West Belfort and, and Wilcrest. And the number is 832-295-3311. And you ought to go there. You, we need to support every new business that comes along because they work so hard in order to set it up. Certainly, and, yeah. And that's the way it goes. So, Pramod? Yes, uh, adios. And uh, I guess uh, we're not talking about the weather anymore because it's still in the 90s. Uh, uh, you know, we don't have the 100-degree weather anymore, but it's still quite hot. We need, we need Mahesh's suit to yes. keep us warm. <laughs> no matter A what cool weather factor. we wear it, you know, it won't show out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mahesh, uh, uh, Sri Ram with us, uh, saying goodbye to you also, and uh, we will see you next Saturday. I'm out of here. See you guys. Take care. 7 FM K254BZ Fairbanks Masala.